Welcome back to the Go Vertical Podcast. We are in episode eight, um, and I'm joined here by my good friend, Warren Utsi. Um, and we also are really excited to have Carson. Uh, Carson, I feel bad. I don't know if I've ever asked you, is your last name Finer? Is that how it's pronounced? Yep. yep. Okay. So I'm right on. I was just thinking about that. I don't know if I've ever actually asked you if that's correct. So yeah. you guys saying it wrong the whole time. No, um, anyway, so <laughs> what's that? Most of them say Fiener. So you got to Fiener. Okay. <laughs> Good. Fiener sounds a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> so Carson Finer is joining us, um, and we are really excited uh, to talk to him. Uh, I think about uh, balancing work and family, and and how to prioritize the things that are important in life. Um, so with that being said, are you guys ready to get vertical? I, I should say go vertical. That's the name of the podcast. Are you ready to go vertical? Yes, sir. All Let's right. Do Let's do it. One, two, three, Well, one way this podcast is going vertical is something exciting this week is we have a sponsor for this episode, um, and our sponsor is The Roofer Help. Uh, the Roofer Help exists to help people start, grow, or maintain a profitable commercial roofing business. Whether you are looking to start something new or you're already in roofing and would like to expand your business, The Roofer Help can come alongside you and provide the support training and knowledge needed to help make sure that you are successful you can check them out on facebook uh at uh, facebook.com slash the roofer help and uh back to the show <clears throat> so warren uh we're gonna do something a little new this time do you have a tip of the week for us yeah so this is something that nick and i wanted to start doing so this will be fun i'm just going to give a very very basic tip uh, it talks a little bit about pricing. So a lot of contractors, uh, business people early on in their business, they try to be very competitive with pricing. And that's that's definitely a good way to get your foot in the door if you don't have a reputation. But I want to talk a little bit about when a customer does not like your price. My tip of the week is learn your value and know your value. And then when the customer tries to push you around on your price, um, do not lower your price without reducing that value somehow. So maybe not only doing a part of the job, maybe using a different product, make sure that there's a trade-off for that lesser price um, because you want to be known as somebody who gives a fair price up front that, you know, there's not really a negotiation there. I'm, I'm Negotiation is definitely part of business, but when you negotiate, make sure it's a two-way negotiation. So my tip of the week is know your value, uh, stand your ground. I was just talking to my brother today who does a lot of our sales for roofing and we just finished a project where they tried hard uh, to get us to come down on our price and we stood our ground 100%. We didn't re reduce $1. Um, the total was actually like, the total of the project was $47,000 and $47,017.50. And we didn't even come down to $47,000 because they tried to like get us down a couple thousand bucks. So we stood our ground to the cent. And I think it really, it kind of set uh, kind of who was in control of the job. Yep. And so when they, they asked us to do a, just like everybody does when they had, try to get you down on your price, they had us do a whole bunch of extra work at the end of the job. That happens almost every time when they try to get you down on your price. So 
end of the job comes, they want a bunch of stuff done for free. We build them for every bit of it. And so my tip of the week is know your value. I'm okay with doing favors to build relationships. That's great. But if somebody's just yanking you around to take advantage of you, uh, learn how to be aware of that and uh, make sure and charge them for it. Love it. That's awesome. Thank you. That is a great tip, Warren. Uh, <clears throat> well, like I mentioned before, we are joined by Carson Finer this week of, uh, let's see here, Finer Construction and Finer Enterprises and Finer Party Bus. And let's see here. Is there, there's another one, isn't there, Carson? Yeah. Restoration Specialist of Southwest Wisconsin. Okay. So as you can see, yeah, uh, Carson keeps busy. Uh, he's got a lot going on. Um, but uh, so we're thankful that you took the time to chat with us today and uh, we're excited to um, learn more about you. So a couple things just to kind of get to know you a little bit, Carson, um, can you describe what you do in one sentence or uh, give us your elevator pitch? Oh, what I do in one sentence? Um, Might be hard for you because you do a lot of things. Very diversified. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, you know, I guess where I look at it is I've had a lot of opportunities and um, just really taken advantage of them, you know. Nice. Absolutely. It's awesome. That's great. So what do you spend most of your time doing day to day? Um, so most of my time day to day is um, pretty much either in the office. Um, I do a lot of the meetings um, and then I still do a fair amount of the bidding. Um, my sister, which sits by me every day in all the businesses, um, has taken over a lot of the bidding for the construction end on the new construction, larger remodels, stuff like that. So I kind of focus more on the bidding of the exterior stuff. Um, and then the enterprise business, kind of both of us float between working with that one of schedule projects, stuff like that. But um, I would say- and that's most, like lawn, lawn care and lawn maintenance is the yep, minor enterprise. Yep. yep, lawn care, lawn fertilizing. And then in the winter we do snow plowing too, so. okay. Um, I guess one thing for me is every day is different. Every hour is different. Um, I wake up a lot of the mornings and Amber's like, what are you doing today? And I'm like, I don't know, you know, I'll figure it out as I go. <laughs> if I try to plan my day, something comes up, you know, with a restoration business, it's 24 seven. When that phone rings, you drop everything. So sure. if I try to plan my day, there's usually something that comes up that kind of catches me off guard. So yeah. Life of the entrepreneur. Yep. Yeah. So <clears throat> that's how your day looks, but what's uh shift gears here a little bit. What's one thing that keeps you awake at night? Um, I think one thing that keeps me awake is obviously running multiple businesses. You're dealing with a lot of people. And I mm -hmm. think one of my goals every single year is better customers uh interaction responding to people you know i always say a homeowner calls by the next day you should call them back some homeowners it's two days three days you know same thing as getting quotes out you know 24 48 hours i'd love to turn them if they're a simple easy job but with so much stuff going on there's 
you know, some days it's a week before I get a quote out. It just depends on my schedule. So, mm. um, so that probably is my thing that really keeps me awake is how can we better benefit that and how do we implement more people to make that more better for us and professional. So. Yeah. Awesome. Love it. And uh, finally, in our little quick get to know you section, what do you do when you're not working? Well, I have three kids, um, so we are always on the go. They love to move. Um, so I'd say when I'm not working, I I truly love being at home, what I call putzing around, um, whether it's up in my shop, messing with equipment, toys. Um, I said we have I have a pond at my house, so we can go down there, swim, lay on the beach. Um, so me mowing my lawn you know, <laughs> stuff around the house. I just, <laughs> you know, love being around yeah. there. Just putzing. Is yep. that, is that for you? Is that just a lot of kind of mindless stuff that is just relaxing to kind of. It is. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, you're there, they're kind of still for work, but you're not. So for me being at home, just kind of doing what I want, you know, working on things, messing around with things. It's just kind of that ease of mind still for me that it's yeah. not work. Nice. Awesome. Great. Well, <clears throat> really, I, I think the thing that really interested me in having you on and talking to you is, is I've been impressed and, and Warren, I know you've been impressed by, by you, Carson, and how you obviously manage multiple successful businesses at the same time, but then you've also been able to really be there for your family um you're um a single dad to like you said three kids and i know that you put a priority on you know being home when they get home from school or whatever that you're there with them um and so that's really cool that you've been able to find that balance between work and kids um because i know a lot of people struggle with that so how I guess my first question is, how did you choose the things that you wanted to prioritize? Because I'm sure running multiple businesses and then having a family, there's a lot of things that you could have put priority on. So how did you choose the things you chose? Well, I mean, I'll be pretty honest through it. You know, when I started my construction company, I was 19 years old. Um, my focus was work and money. Um, so I worked six days a week, 10, 12 hours days, you know. Um, had kids when I was young. Um, and I guess the biggest thing was, is four years ago, my sister stepped in, um, to help me with the business. And I guess to me, that was really what kind of changed everything for me. Um, I kind of stepped back and looked and like, you know, I missed out on a lot of my kids' younger childhood stuff because I was working every day, sun up to sundown. Um, and you know, I, I will tell anybody business is about the people that surround you. Um, my sister does not get near the credit she does, but she has taken so much load off of me, probably works harder than I do most days. Um, which has essentially allowed me to kind of step back and spend more time with my kids and stuff like that too, which mm. you know, she has made my boy too. So, um, it's really worked out for both of us, but at the end of the day, I really came down to, is you know 
tons of people talk about, oh, I missed my childhood or I missed growing my kids growing up. Um, so it was kind of a moment of me of like, there's more to life than just working every day and money. Um, mm. so, you know, I kind of has allowed me with my sister coming in. And honestly, we have some amazing guys that have really stepped up in business and taken roles of foreman jobs and working with homeowners, which has really like you put it all into a big picture has allowed me to be at home more, be with my kids more. It's allowed us to grow different businesses and as different opportunities in those businesses came has allowed us to expand. So yeah, it's all the people around you. You got to have people around you that you can trust and that have the same goals and the same vision that you do. Nick, I would like to add something to that. I think a a big misunderstanding that people have when they might hear you say, well, you need to work less so you can spend time with your family. They think that if you personally work less hours, your business is going to hurt. But the point that Carson brought out was if you surround yourself with the right people, put the right people on your team, like he said, his sister, some of his workers, I can, that's part of my story too, with bringing in a sibling and bringing in great people around me. And you know what? I'm putting less hours in my, with my roofing company than I ever had before. And it's growing. It's, it's way ahead of its, you know, the growth is way ahead of where it was last year. And Carson's businesses are growing tremendously too. So like, don't think if you work less, that your company is going to go backwards. If you put the right people in place, they can take some of that work off of your plate and you can do more of the things that you want to do instead of having to do, you know, those 12 hour days on every day, all day. So yeah, don't think working less means less success with the right people on your bus, so to speak. Uh, it can actually mean more work when you kind of get out of the way a little bit and some, you know, enable people to, to help you grow. So that's awesome, Carson. It's great. Yes. Don't you mean the right people on your party bus? <laughs> I did think of that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Finer party bus. Look them up. Yeah, yep. look them up. <laughs> uh, anyways, so that, man, that's really good. I don't, I don't even know which way to go in because I feel like we could totally just go down the how to find good employees trail right now. <laughs> If we all have the answer to that. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, So was it hard to, you know, especially that you you talked four years ago about when you made that shift to putting more priority on family, was it hard to find that balance? Is it hard today to maintain that balance between work and family? Um. It's not, I mean, again, you got to have, you got to have the right mindset that a lot of it is trust. You know, if you can't Mm -hmm. trust the person you're bringing in, you're going to struggle. You know, I mean, truly my sister, I 100% trust. She's in it probably a lot of days more than I am, you know, so um, I'm very comfortable with it. Um, You know, you're always going to have your ups and downs, but I think the big thing for me is once you know, I was constantly when I was on my own and, you know, younger and really trying to build my construction business, I was totally stressed. You know, I was worried about, am I going to make it? And, you know, am I going to get this job done? And now that we have implemented different people, you know, the stress of me has really gotten down and or gone down. And at the end of the day, I kind of say, you know, you can go to bed mad but at the end of the day, what does it solve? You know, you got to, mm-hmm. you got problems, you got to figure them out and you got to work through them, you know? So 
getting upset and getting all worked up is good for nobody. I always say. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, I would say in the last four years, my personality being around people is a lot better than what it used to be. You know, that's awesome. I know you put on your status the other day. Life is only as good as your mindset. That was on your Carson always has a ton of really, really good quotes, but what you just said pretty much wrapped up what your quote was on Facebook the other day. That's so good. And I think it's interesting, like Carson's mindset, we talked a little bit about like work-life balance, but he's extremely disciplined for people that don't know him. Like we do a weekly conference calls with contractors and he's on there every week. He's on there early. He's on there till the end, every single week, no matter what. And like he said, he's going to do something. He does it. And it's like, you know, he's, he's usually early. Um, he does the same thing every day. He, he has things that he does for his family, for the people around him. And that's like, it's remarkable, but I think it's his mindset. And, and that's, what's really impressed me or inspired me. I should say more than impressed, uh, inspired me with what Carson does is like his, his mindset of like his good mindset. It's remarkable for sure. Well, and that's a great segue into my next question, which was how do you plan your schedule? You know, if you know you're only going to have so many hours, you know, at work, focusing on work before you go home and be with your family, how do you plan your schedule to make sure you're focusing on what's important and what needs to get done gets done? Yeah. So, I mean, like I kind of said before, you know, my schedule, I don't, unless there's a job that I know I need to be there to help the guys or to run it. Other than that, meetings, I try to do from eight to four o'clock. Um, I really, you know, I, when, again, when I started, I would meet people five, six, seven o'clock, Saturday, Sundays. Now not saying that, you know, you have a homeowner that works till five o'clock, they can't meet. So I'll do it, you know, but I mm-hmm. really try to really put my schedule to an eight hour day, you know, whether it's um, during school season, you know, I have two of my kids full time. So I take them to school. So my day typically doesn't start till eight o'clock. Most of the time, you know, they're getting off the bus at three 30. So I I'm home most of the time. My fiance, obviously that we've been together two years, you know, steps in and helps out as much as she can too. But um, you know, so in an eight hour day, you know, I try to make my meetings between eight and three o'clock. Um, again, there's meetings I do after, but I really try to make it. Um, and then, you know, I always say my eight hour day, my head usually is spinning a hundred miles an hour just because I know I only have very limited time. You know, again, my computer's mm-hmm. open at five, six, seven o'clock, stuff like that here and there. But where I really try to, when I go home, my focus is the kids stuff like that versus constantly work, you know? Yeah. So, so my Monday to Friday between eight and four o'clock. Yes. My head spins a thousand miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so, so once you get home from work, yep. I know you spend a ton of time with your kids and, and, and some of that, like, you know, you talked about the, the pond and taking care of all that. Um, how has that, impacted your relationship with your like obviously your your daughters know that you intentionally spend time with them did you kind of see a shift in that or have you tried to always do that or like how has that impacted your relationship with your daughters like being intentional when you do get home from work kind of like having a meeting with them you're almost like making them feel as important or maybe even more important than that really high-end customer of yours you're like coming home and having an appointment with 
the people in your life, which is right. really awesome. Right. Well, I mean, the bond is definitely stronger because, you know, they know that dad's there in the morning, dad's there at night. And, you know, and I said, you got to kind of figure out, you know, when I first started, you know, even though maybe I was home at five o'clock, I was either on my phone, answering emails, doing bids, stuff like that. So I really had very little interaction with them. Mm -hmm. So I said, now that, you know, when I'm home, I try to put my focus on the kids and doing activities and, you know, they're riding four wheelers, riding horse, or we're going for a walk or, you know, even if it's just watching TV or something like that. So yes, your bond is totally better the more interaction you can have with your kids and be there so yeah it's like an investment into their future yep. and your yep. future with them absolutely and i know i think every entrepreneur goes through that but maybe you're a young entrepreneur listening to this podcast and you're like your first year in business like you gotta hustle you gotta grind you gotta work hard to get this thing off the ground however mm -hmm. don't burn the next five years of your life because many contractors i talk to including myself have some regrets from when they started and the regrets isn't that they didn't make enough money or they didn't work hard enough. The regret is, you know, I maybe burned a few bridges or didn't spend time with my kids or didn't spend time with my, you know, my loved ones around me. And, you know, you have to figure that that work-life balance out. I think everyone's looks different. Um, but, you know, like yesterday, we drove three and a half hours to visit my wife's grandparents. And, you know, that was that was time well invested. It was awesome. Uh, but it was middle of the week. But you know what? It worked out for everybody. We went and did it. Three years ago, you would not have had me do that. There's no way I would have done that. Just took a whole day off in the middle of the week to go visit my mm -hmm. grandparents. And so I've learned a lot. I know Carson has too, but I guess my advice, you know, to Carson's point is like, be intentional with the right things in your life and your business will grow. And I think you'll be, like he said, a much more pleasant person to, to be around. I didn't know Carson four years ago. He's always been extremely pleasant to be around, but, um, I, I've definitely been around people who are extremely on very, very high stress levels. And it's it's not really fun to do business with them. It's not really fun to go golfing with them. It's not really fun to do anything with them because they're always stressed out 100%. So we got to find things. Um, and that would be another question, Carson, that I would ask. And you've maybe already answered it somewhat. But how do you keep from burning out? Like there's so many things going on. You have four companies. Like why? Do you, and this is a this is something everybody talks about all the time. Like the burnout, the entrepreneur burnout. And you're into this mm -hmm. like what 13, 15 years now. You've probably learned a few things that maybe even I haven't learned. But like, how do you keep from just going? You know what? Forget that. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm just I'm wore out. <laughs> well, maybe part of the reason where it's at now. I mean, you know, I said when you started very young and you work very hard and a lot of hours. I mean, I tell a lot of people, I mean, I'm 37 years old and a lot of days I'm just burned out because I've been doing it for 15 years and 10 years. I did it six, seven days a week, 10, 12 hour days, you know? So, um, but I think, you know, it, a lot of it comes back to your goals, your mind, your mindset, you know, like, mm -hmm. yes, I have a lot of things going on. Is there a lot of days I want more and I want to do better, you know? So I think it's, what you're comfortable with, you know, um, me again, very open-minded, love diversity. And like, there's so many challenges to me of, I can grow this, I can do better or something like that, you know, that pushes me to keep going. And, you know, the other thing is, is with my sister of, you know, her right alongside me of knowing like the more, the better we can do, the more we can grow, bring people around us. We're helping other people too, you know? So, mm -hmm. you know, you know, it all, it all comes together and the more people you can have involved and the better people, it 
helps everybody grow. Yeah. I'm telling you, people around you with a great attitude definitely helps the burnout. <laughs> because oh, if yeah. Yep. I used to come home. You know, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you my, my honest self, I will tell you, since I have joined Coquin, it has changed me personally a lot in how you look at things because anybody that is in the construction industry, there are so many negative people. There are so many people that are willing to cut through you and slam you. Everybody that I have been involved with since Coughlin, every training, every event, everybody is so positive. Everybody is so willing to help you and the energy is just totally different. So, you know, I can talk about four years, but a lot of it has changed me in two years of just mm -hmm. surrounding the different people I have surrounded myself with that are so positive and willing to help you has been tremendous. Yeah. And I can say the exact same thing. I, it's had the same effect on me. And it's, yeah, absolutely. It's that's, that's a huge, huge part of it for sure. Is that those positive people around you, it's just weird. It wears yeah. off on you just like the negative people do. Yep. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. Well, yeah, that's, this has been great, Carson. I was really excited. It was actually Nick's idea to ask you to be on this week. Um, but I kind of knew what I wanted to talk about. And that was like, yeah, the work-life balance, but just like, you're so, so intentional with your kids and you're so intentional with your lawn and you're so intentional with your property, but then all of your businesses, you're intentional with those as well. Um, and so I, I just think, I see you as somebody who's extremely intentional. You don't do it like just good enough. You do it like, let's go all in, you know? Um, when Carson got involved with the Conklin company, and I wanted to make this point too, he got involved for the roofing systems, but the, the Conklin company is a manufacturing company out of Minnesota. And we haven't talked a lot about them on this podcast, but a lot of people don't know that they actually have five different product lines. And Carson really dove in deeper than I ever have into all the product lines. And he now uses every one of them. Um, and so they have products for lawns. And so he got into lawn fertilizer, they have vehicle products. And so he uses them in all his vehicles. And there's a lot more there. And of course, you can look a lot of that up online or reach out to Carson. Uh, Carson is very well educated in the Conklin products. And it was just interesting to me because most people who dive into all of it at once don't do good at any of it. And Carson has dove into so many different things and been very intentional about his time and his efforts in something. So he's had a lot of success. So, yeah, thank you for coming on. This has been a lot of fun. And uh, I think that's one goal that I have by the time I'm Carson days to just be more disciplined. And it's so easy for me personally to like want to do something like a podcast. It's so easy. Like, hey, let's do podcasts or let's make a Facebook post every day for our roofing company. But then when it gets down to like those busy weeks, it's so easy to be like, you know what, just, let's just skip one week. And that's one thing that I've never, ever heard Carson say like, well, whatever, let's just skip it or let's just whatever. You know, I can't make it this week. I'm sorry, man. And so that would be my takeaway. And, and this is something we kind of started doing was our takeaways on, on the podcast. But one thing I really am taking away from this is just like Carson is so intentional with everything he does, but yet he says things like, well, I don't really have a schedule, you know, between the eight and three, I don't really have a schedule. So it's very obvious to me. He doesn't let people push him around too much. He just goes out, does what it takes. And he's very intentional about it. So very inspiring for sure. Cool. Um, I had a question too, based on Warren, I loved your question about how has it changed, you know, your relationship with your kids, Carson, spending more time with them. But I'm curious, kind of to piggyback off of that, how has your relationship with your employees changed now that you've given them more responsibility and you're kind of 
stepping back a little bit and trusting them, how has it changed relationships in, in work? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, you know, dealing with employees is tough. And that's really, I always say, what, what makes you a business owner? Um, and that's, you know, honestly, what I'll say mm. is in the last two years of joining Coughlin, and I'll tell you one of the main reasons I'm on every Tuesday night, why I do the Monday roof call, why I follow so many of the podcasts is I can take that back to my other businesses. And it's taught me a lot of how to work with my employees, how to be an owner. Um, and it's a challenge I deal with every day. You know, I mean, some days, you know, a lot of the hard part for us is a lot of our employees are either family, we're all best friends, um, or we all live in the same little town, you know. So, mm -hmm. but the biggest thing is, is, you know, it's just really trying to push them of like, you know, maybe a lot of them know that, you know, I'm not involved in some of the new construction or I'm not involved in the remodeling and my sister is. And so they have kind of really figured out that knowing, I'm not there every step of the way working with them that they got to kind of step up and take some of the control. Or if there's a question that comes up in the middle of the job, you guys figure it out because I might not be answering my phone because I'm in a meeting or I'm dealing with something else on another business. So, um, and I think some of it just comes down to really just kind of opening it up to like the reins to them guys of like, here's what the beginning of the project is. Here's the goal at the end you guys kind of figure it out, you know, and mm -hmm. here's the expectations. But um, I think anybody in business can say employees, it's, it's a challenge every day, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so, but I will tell anybody in a business as an owner, if you want to grow, you have to have employees and you have to have people around you or subcontractors, you know? Yep. Um, you know, a lot of the subcontractors on projects we use are the same ones over and over. And we've just built that relationship. We've built that trust and it has makes projects go so much smoother. You know, we all kind of know at the end what the expectations are and we get there. Yeah. So, so have you learned a little bit too, by kind of putting that on them? Okay. I'm not going to be around every step of the way you got to figure it out. Has that helped you then to kind of separate out the good ones well, from the bad ones a little bit too, well so yes you ones. know um the hard part is is everybody's struggling to find employees right now yeah, but right i think the biggest thing is is the good employees the ones that are showing the interest that want to learn want to step up you have to appreciate them you gotta you know um how else to say it besides really just take care of them you know i mean most of our employees, we take very good care of them, you know, we're paying them very good money. We're giving them good benefits. We're constantly doing cookouts, stuff like that, you know. So we want to make them feel just as much that they're part of this team as me, you know. I mean, yep. I tell any person that we hire, any person that comes on board, you have so much potential to grow, you know, because, again, like I'm – can't say I'm satisfied where, you know, I'm happy where we're at, but I have room that I want to expand in and grow. And the only way I can do that is for people to move up and take over different positions. So, you know, um, sure. if they want to grow, they got to learn it and want to do it and you got to compensate them for it and treat them yeah. like they deserve, you know? 
Awesome. Wow. Great. That's great. That is really good stuff. Um, <clears throat> thank you for, for opening up and sharing. Um, so I want to transition to something uh, new we haven't done before. I'm going to call it our um, go vertical round. Uh, so this is going to be a lightning round, Warren, uh, Carson. I'm going to ask you some questions and uh, just the first thing that pops into your head. Love to hear what you have to say. So uh, oh <laughs> first thing is, is uh, what is the number one thing any contractor needs to know? Uh, my opinion is financials. Okay. Ooh. Love it. Great. Um, what is what is the best thing you have done to find new customers? Um, can't answer it in one word, but mine is build that relationship and treat them fair. I would say our construction business is 99.9% .9 self-referrals. Very, mm. very minimal advertising. Wow. Awesome. So do good work so people talk about it. That's... You bet. You do. You do want work for you know, and that the big thing for us is we live in a small town. Everybody talks. I always say, you can do a hundred good projects, and you might never hear you can do one bad bad project, and your name is ruined in our town. Mm -hmm. So, love it. Um, how do you, how do you stop competing on price? Oh, well, I I think you got to know your value. Um. And just like Warren said, stand your ground. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. if you're changing your price to a point that's coming out of your pocket, you know, and then you start changing your price and then you maybe start cutting corners on projects because, you know, the end results tight, stuff like that. So, you know, I just say build your value, you know, Love it. and I would say in our construction you know there's a lot of people i don't even give them bids they just know that they're dealing with a great company they're going to have great results so they just say you know we want you to do our project and then we work from a bid there but i know i'm not competing against anybody and stuff like that so wow yeah. awesome and that again i would tell anybody that doesn't happen overnight you know that takes time yeah yep great um, what is your favorite tool or system you use for managing your business? Well, my favorite tool would be probably, probably my cell phone. I probably do a lot more on my cell phone than my computer, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, you touched on this a little bit already, but, uh, any ideas for getting referrals from existing clients? Well, I think it comes back to is just, you know, do what you're telling them, treat them fair, don't take advantage of them. Um, and it, it'll work. <laughs> self do you, um, do you ask for referrals or do people just do it? Ah, uh, they just do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. And finally, what is the number one thing you can do to differentiate you, yourself? Well, I think, you know, I think for me, it's just kind of figuring out what does everybody else do and what is something else that you can do that maybe separates you a little bit. You know, I'll take, for example, our fertilizing division, you know, 
around our area, most of it is the franchise companies. They're doing the dry, you know, it's all the same kind of thing. When I went to CBS and I seen the liquid system, I'm like, you know what? There is nobody in our area that does a liquid program. That's something that can set me apart from everybody else. So, hmm. you know, and again, when you're in the construction, you're in the roofing, it, a lot of it's the same, but I think a lot of it just comes down to how you present it, you know, um, back your work, you know, love it. Great. All right. Well, you survived the first ever go vertical round. <laughs> that was, that was hopefully good. I didn't make it too long. The no, that was great. Yeah. yeah. That was, that was awesome. I love that. So let's talk, uh, let's look ahead in the future. What's, uh, what's in the future for you? Any big plans, any changes, uh, anything coming down the pipe that you're excited about? Well, what's the future tomorrow, five years. <laughs> Um, you know, acquiring any new companies? (laughs) No, I, you know, my future honestly is the Cochlin. You know, I want to build the commercial roofing business. Um, I want to build our fertilizing thing and work with different people on the products. Um, you know, I grew up on a farm. My brothers, my parents still farm. I, when I went to CBS, the egg line really caught my eye. And I said, we, I work with them guys. We got some different things in the works of doing different plots, stuff like that. So, you know, there, again, with five product divisions, there's so many opportunities there. There's so many wonderful products. So I would say, honestly, my goal is just to really focus on that and work and build that. Awesome. Great. Well, Carson, thank you so much for joining us. It was great to have you on um as we wrap up uh i'd like to hear what is the number one piece of advice you'd give any entrepreneur who's trying to build their own business well it's it's a tough world right now (laughs) um i guess my advice would be is be very open-minded and when you have somebody that comes to you with an opportunity, I would challenge you just take a look at it. You don't have to say yes. It might mm-hmm. not be the right fit, but there could be an opportunity that you can miss out on that could change your life. That's I, you know, that's that's funny because I had a manager who said that to me a long time ago when I had a job opportunity come up that I didn't want to look at. And he said, You owe it to yourself to at least consider it. And I think about that all the time that's totally changed the way i approach a lot of things is like at least think about it so i love that that's great um how can people reach out if someone is interested in learning more about what you do or or has questions about business or conklin or anything how can people get in touch um so you can call me Mm. phone number 608-574-9555 that is my direct cell you'll get me you can text me you can email you can follow all of our business pages. Um, so there's many ways you can get a hold of me. <laughs> all right, and I will link. Uh, I'll link Carson's email and uh, his Facebook, like I usually do in the show notes. So if you guys want to uh, reach out to him that way, that'd be great. Or, like I said, grab his phone number out of this. Um, last question for for you, Carson. Who would you like us to try and interview next? <sighs> Have you done Jonathan Kaufman yet? Not yet. Okay. 
Jonathan, if you're listening, this is a call out. We got to get you on. <laughs> there we go. We'll work we put on Carson it. on the spot a lot tonight. This has been fun. Yeah. yeah. Jonathan's a busy man, so <laughs> yep. We'll get him nailed down. Yeah, right? let's see what we can do. <laughs> um awesome. Well, uh, this has been uh fantastic. What a great conversation. Thank you so much, Carson, for sharing and and uh letting us put you on the spot like this. This was great. Um, I hope listeners that you uh enjoyed this episode. Um thank you again to our sponsor, uh the roofer help for sponsoring this. Carson, you I know you've worked with um Warren and the roofer help. They actually helped help you get on board and get into the roof coatings. If you could just maybe a quick um 15 second blurb, how has it impacted your business getting involved with them? Well, obviously it's allowed our business to expand. Um I, one thing I, it's hard to explain is Cochlin has its products, which kind of is themselves, but there's so much more, as I've touched on it, the positivity, the people that are willing to help you, you can't put a price to that stuff. And I think to me, that's what's really helped me and has really personally helped me and changed is just all these guys with this company that have willing to help you and change and stuff like that. So um, I look back when I started my construction company, you know, a lot of it was me figuring it out on my own, my mistakes. And, you know, you still do that, but take Warren. I mean, I constantly can go with him to questions and he's willing to help, you know, I mean, it's a very easy business to run because you have so many people willing to help you and push you and stuff like that. So um, yep. I can't say I've ever seen a company like it that's willing to do that. So awesome. Great. Well, thanks again. If you if that uh, piques your interest, what Carson said, and you're looking to grow or expand uh, your roofing business, check him out at facebook.com slash the roofer help. Um, uh, make sure if you have not already to subscribe or follow this podcast and leave us a five star review. If you're on Apple Podcasts, we've loved reading the ones that are out there. So we look forward to getting more of them. Absolutely. Hey, thank you so much, Carson. This has been fun. Yeah, thank you guys. It's been a pleasure and you guys are awesome to do it and hopefully we can do it down the road again. Awesome. And uh, that is all. So until next week, let's go vertical. Vertical.